Welcome to Benjamin's Dream and the Dreamers Podcast. Hey listeners, this is podcast number 10. We're in week 7 of fantasy football, so let's call up our first caller and see what he has to say. Hey Ben, what's up? Hey Mike, what's up? Pretty good. So did okay. you did you win last week? I did, yes. And you played Chase, correct, or no? Yeah, I, I barely hung on. Yeah, he had some players on Monday night, I think, and I ended up barely winning. No, I got you. It was funny. I didn't realize it last. Well, I think I did realize, but I never brought it up. The only set of bro- we have two sets of brothers, and they both played each other last week. Oh, really? That's I'm pretty funny. sure Drew played Alex. Yeah, I'm guessing Drew won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you try to? I don't think you did, but did you try to pick up anyone this week? I did not, as of as of yet. No, no I got you. Is there anyone? Do you have any Thursday? So it's um, the Broncos versus the Cardinals. Um, do you feel? How do you feel playing David Johnson on Thursday? I know that sounds silly, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm still gonna play, and I don't really have great alternatives. I mean, I have uh, what's his name for the Jets, but he's like Isaiah Crowell, yeah, yeah. Like he'll, you know, usually he's gonna get like four or five, and every couple, two or three weeks, he gets like twenty five points. So right, 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 right. But, yeah, I don't have much else otherwise. Uh, Latavius Murray finally had a good game last week, so maybe I'll have to look at him. Right. Oh, yeah, he's so inconsistent. So, like, last last year yeah. he was obviously on the Vikings, I think. Or, no, I had, I had him the year he was still with the Raiders, and it was yeah, very I frustrating. Think last year might have been his first year with the Vikings. Maybe. Correct, yeah. And yeah. prior to Dalvin Cook getting hurt, or, yeah, so when Dalvin Cook was healthy last year, he – was very useful. It was very similar to um, Alvin Kamara in New Orleans in terms of they just used him for everything. But then Latavius Murray came in. I think I maybe tried to pick him up last year because I had him a few years because he's okay at times, like fantasy-wise. I'm sure he does fine playing, but, like, he'll be very frustrating as an owner to have him as a player. Yeah, like, I played him the first week after Cook got hurt, and he maybe got, like, four or five, and then last week he finally had, like, a good game, it looked like. But, yeah, he's kind of unpredictable. I haven't played him since. I got you. Um, How is uh, Calvin Ridley out for a long time? Uh, They think – I mean, he's playing Monday, so I'm probably not going to play him because he's questionable. But they said he just has, like, a bone bruise, so he's probably going to play if I had to guess him and Sanu both are. But I'm not going to risk it, really. No, I got you. I don't think – can't, you know, sub anybody for him at that point. So the week we played uh, the Falcons, meaning the Steelers, did he score a touchdown? I think he did. Let me look. Actually, I think he did. No, actually, he only had 38 yards. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that was that was a weird yeah. week for us as a team because, like, I feel like – well, I feel like the past two weeks, meaning the Falcons game, I feel like – I don't want to say sleight of hand because I don't really feel I – don't, I don't know what team we are yet, if that makes sense. And then we played the yeah. Bengals – and it felt like almost like a Bengals situation. Like, they probably should have won, but they didn't. You know what I mean? It did seem like that. I mean, I think it was a pretty even game, but, I mean, that you could definitely make the case that they should have won. Right, yeah. But that's just what they do. I mean, they screw up at the end. Right. Um, how's Kenny Stills working out? Did he, he didn't have very many points uh, last week, even though they won no, overtime. No, he's had – he had some decent games in the middle. His first game was third, but after that, he hasn't been over five points. No, yeah, he hasn't been over five since then. And he's, like, arguably their number one guy, which is odd. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's not doing much. And I know I, Tannehill's out again, I just saw for next week. So, I don't know who they're back. I don't remember who played for them against the Bears. It, I watched it. It was uh, Brock Osweiler. Osweiler, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So um, the person you're playing this week is my boss. Last week okay. he – so Travis, I think me and you actually talked about this. Travis's team has been scoring like over 100 points every week. Yeah, so they both have like 130 and 140. Right, right, right. And Travis came back and beat him in the Monday night game, and I like told him I was like happy because like I'm <laughs> freaking two and five or something ridiculous or two and four or something. And yeah, like everyone else, they're either two and four or three and three. So right, right. Bad. So he like put me all. I went from like fourth. No, actually, I was been losing for a few weeks. I didn't check the standing or the playoff bracket. But I went from like at one point I was fourth, meaning I was in the playoffs if they ended right that second. And then I went all the way to seventh, and I just keep losing. I've lost three weeks in a row, and it's just I don't know. I hope the yeah, trading multiple in a row is, is rough. I hate that. Yeah, because everyone else wins, and then you only get to week yeah. 13. It's not like you That's get... That's what I do, yeah. I just watch whoever's <laughs> close to me and see what they do. I don't right, know right, right. Like otherwise, but... Mm-hmm. I remember last year, me and Chase had the same record, but I think it's final points scored, yeah. not points. I don't yeah, know if yeah, it's points against or points. It's something weird. I think it's your points for, because I saw I'm ahead of someone with the same record, but my points for is higher. Uh, my yeah. points against is higher, too, so I think it's just points for. I got you. So, I mean, his or team is... I'm sure it's head-to-head if you're in the same division and you play, like, twice or whatever. If you win twice, I'm sure you'd win, I would hope. No, I got you. His team was pretty consistent in terms of scoring points. I mean, honestly, his... Well, I don't think Greg Kittle, uh, Greg Kittle has been very consistent. I don't think Mike Evans and, in theory, Julio Jones hasn't been either because he, has, he still hasn't scored a touchdown. I but, I mean, the good thing with him is even though if he doesn't score, he'll still have, like, 120 yards. Right, so yeah. get something out of it. Yeah, so, you know, if we were in a PPR, it'd be... Extremely oh, helpful, he's, but he's in my other one is PPR. He's great in that. Yeah. Right, yeah. But I'm kind of I don't know if I'm I don't know why I'm surprised, but I was surprised. Sonny, um, Sony Michael, is um, good for the pay. I just thought he would just be like another back, like I. But they've been using him yeah. in like twenty plus carries a game. Yeah, because they it, don't usually do that. They right. don't really have like a feature guy typically. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think he. I mean, I thought he was a good player in college, but I didn't think he'd be doing much for them. No, I gotcha. Did you were you able to watch uh, all the Mountaineer game on last Saturday? Yes, unfortunately, yes. So I turned it off, and um, after the safety that we got on the holding uh-huh. play, and I was like, I'm because like at the point, I think we had like there was like eight forty two left, and we were down by fourteen. Which, if this was a normal week for us or how we've been playing, it's like, oh, it's only fourteen points. Exactly, we've yeah. been scoring that, but we only scored fourteen points. 14 points in 52 minutes so like we're not scoring yeah. you know 14 points in eight minutes so i didn't really i was trying to keep hope and then i think they punted and we got the ball back and then we were back at our you know back in the end zone and then once we got the safety i'm like i'm done yeah I, I did watch it all it was one of those weird games like i've been to a couple of them in person i'm trying to think of a recent one but like where it's a team you know that we should beat not like a 55th or even 60-40 game, and right, yeah. you're just you're not accepting that we're going to lose till there's like a minute and ten seconds left. Mm-hmm. So like we could still probably win. Right, we've done that a lot, but yeah, if if it would have been like 28-35 or something, you know, like a lot of points, I'm like, okay, we're fine. We'll score twice, like whatever. We'll score two touchdowns in a minute, but yeah, yeah not the way that game was going. I don't know if they talked about this during the game, but I like I tried to figure out why no one was open. Um, I don't know if they did talk about it or if you've read this. Do you, were we just not running routes that were like you know, easily get the ball out or like because like I don't know what the coverage amount of coverage sacks we had, but like Greer just held the ball a lot. Yeah, and then like think part of it was he he held it too long, which he does do at times. But usually he's really really good at escaping pressure. Mm-hmm. But what I the one thing I did notice that I can be critical of is we didn't throw any intermediate passes at all. Like. 
there are plays where he can get rid of the ball in like half a second or less. Like right, that's what plant, I was... immediately throw it. We did mm-hmm. nothing like that. And Which, then... that's perfect for the blitz. Just throw that pass immediately. Right. Catch it over the middle. And then even even if you only get five yards, you get five, but you might get a touchdown. Like when Simmons had that one against Tennessee, Tennessee. Like Right, right, right. So it was just frustrating. But they're um I wish I knew his name. I should remember his name, but I'm trying not to think of it to be honest with you. But Iowa State's quarterback, I mean, he could be he could be well above 30. average for the next four yeah, years or yeah, three I mean, years. It's, it's hard to, like, say because he's still a freshman and now he's played two games, but he's definitely better than average. Yeah, like, he could be a decent quarterback in the Big 12, which they haven't had for I don't know how long. I was trying to think of the last – well, it sounds goofy to say that since, like, Mahomes was there, but I think the last really, really big name – I feel, well, I guess it could have been Colt McCoy if you want to go there, even though he was the most winningest quarterback in Texas, which I thought was impressive. Because uh-huh. he he passed like Vince Young by like one game, maybe it was more than that. But it oh, was, did he? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the one before that, I can think of as Sam Bradford. But I'm sure there's of a lot of other players that probably should get recognition. In theory, maybe Gino. Like, I don't know. You thinking of like all time Big Twelve? Oh yeah. But I like, just meant I'm in the past like five years. Uh, like, Baker Mayfield is pretty big. Oh my god, um, how did I forget that. Yeah, I don't think this guy might even be that quality. I just think for them to have just like us. To have a quarterback in the top three of the conference, which now I mean I think we have the best one, but either way, like we were like two or three the last couple of years, that still says a lot because it's a great quarterback conference. Like if they can be at the top of that, they're going to be a good team because they're usually maybe Kansas is worse than them in quarterback than no one else. No, I got you. So um, I think that's good for them. That coach is really good. He's like six and one against top twenty-five now or something in a couple of years. Like he's he's turned the program around pretty fast. Right, I agree. Are you concerned about our defense at all? I am a little bit. I, it's weird to say this, and most people probably don't look at it this way. If we played a normal game for us, our defense would have been, that would have been fine. We made them take really long drives. They did score. Right. But we should be scoring 35-plus every game, like, mm-hmm. minimum. Right, so yeah. If, if, we, if we won that game 49 to whatever they ended up scoring, can't remember anymore. I wouldn't have cared about the defense at all. It looked exactly the same. Right, so he yeah. made them take long drives a lot of time. That running back was really good. And that Montgomery? That receiver. Yeah, Montgomery is really good. That's hard receiver. Oh, That's Butler. Good. He's he's legit. He's really good. He's a, yeah, he's mm-hmm. a big guy. Yeah, he's going to be – he'd be good against him. He's just a big – he's a hard matchup. Right, yeah. And then they, they but, kept just throwing to him, and I'm like, why aren't we at least doubling him once in a while? Just double him. I like, they just – every coverage was like yeah. one-on-one, and I'm like, well, he's going to win that, or they're going to call pass interference. Yeah, and they the finally did. We play no doubling. I feel like for the most part. No, I got you. Okay, now I'm gonna switch on to the Steelers for a few minutes. Um, okay. Do you feel Bell will show up next week? I don't know, uh, since he hasn't yet. And then his agent said, like, "Don't hold your breath" or whatever. I just don't get why he would say he would and not. Like, that's just even. I don't know. So like, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's just he's make, digging himself in a deeper hole. Right. Like. I, for some reason, like, I'm hoping somehow he, like, doesn't show up on time. Like, he shows up on the day after the 10 weeks, you know, like week 10. Yeah, because they're going to make him inactive for two weeks. So he needs to come back pretty much by the eighth game because they they can place him on the inactive list for two games and not pay him. Oh, wow. I did not know that. That's so that's a- why he needs to come back by, like, week eight or nine because they can make him inactive Oh, for two games. The first two games they can put him on the non, non-football, non-something list. Um, and just not have him active for two games after he signs and not pay him anything. No, this is going to sound goofy. So based off he obviously has emotions, do you think that would be a huge backfire, like that would just screw us over? Or would we do that to potentially trade him, like have, another, have him technically under contract for another year 
and then trade him later if that makes sense. Does that make sense? See what I'm saying? Uh, or, what was the first part about emotions? What, what so, like, what I'm trying to say there is if you intentionally – so he comes back and he's like, oh, okay, I'm back by week 10. I get to be a free agent after the season is over. Yeah. I mean, I'm, hopefully he's like, I'm going to give it my all, you know, to help this team win. If we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. But I feel like if he come back and then we're like, well, we're making you inactive intentionally so you don't get to be a free agent next year, I feel like that would just blow up in our face. It could, yeah. I don't think we'd do that. I think we just. I think it's kind of a tip to make him come back sooner because they can say well, we're going to make you inactive for two games. Oh, I see. So, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I, I think I think when he actually shows up, I think he'll play as hard as he can because I mean, hopefully, even though I think he's kind of lazy, he still needs to earn a contract. And what he's doing, despite what people say, doesn't look good to other teams, especially if he doesn't give effort when he comes back. Mm-hmm. No, so I agree with he's you. only he's hurting himself right now as far as money goes in the future. Yeah, like I talk, so like I talk to my boss about this every now and then. Like, the only, like, he is pretty much Marshall Falk, but he's just a tad slower. And, like, it seems so crazy to not want that on the team. I understand that they don't want to pay him 15, 14 million a year. I, I, I kind of get that. Him over 15? They offered him like 15, didn't they? I assume, I don't, I really don't, I can't answer that, unfortunately. I assumed it was like one of those things, it was like the first two years you might get 15, but like the next two years or whatever it was, you might get 10, if that makes sense or something. Something, maybe it's something like that. But the guaranteed money, <clears throat> they upped it a lot in mean, the last offer, and it was just what his, what they offered him the last time I saw that whatever someone leaked was more than he was asking for, like, the year before to, you know, whenever they franchise the first time, like it just, I, I get, I get all of it, but it's like the position he's at, he might not be doing anything in four years. And that's the reality of it. But I mean, yeah, he's the best running back there is. Right. Yeah. It doesn't mean that he should get paid as a number two receiver and a running back at the same time. That's not possible. Like you can't do that. See, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense because like, let's say, okay, let's say we were a team like Cleveland. We haven't won anything in a while. Maybe an organization would do that, but like maybe yeah they would. That's what I mean. He's gonna end up somewhere like that. But like with the Steelers, we we you know mark ourselves on championships. Ben's getting older. Yep. We want to get back to a Super Bowl. It'd be awesome to win one, but we at least want to get back and play in one and say you know we had a chance or something. But you know just going like just going five hundred or you know getting in the playoffs and just say we had a winning season is not really how we you know carry ourselves. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. No. Definitely. I agree. I guess so. I just think he doesn't. I don't think he's even that selfish. I think his agent has a lot to do with it. It sounds like, but no, I agree with it because I I just think he's like not. I don't think he fully understands like what's going on. To be honest, I don't know how to explain it. No, I kind of understand what you're saying. So, like, real quick, we'll get into this, and then I will hang up on the conversation. We're a little over ten. It's no big deal. Not a big deal. Okay. But um, so like you know how he was going to come back like last year after the last preseason game. Yeah, I honestly believe he told the offensive line or whoever he's really close with on the team, hey, I'm coming in on Monday. And then someone in his camp, as people say in the NBA, um, just told him, like, no, we're not doing that. That doesn't make any sense. You you know, like, you're not doing this. They're going to run you into the ground. They don't, you know, they don't like or they don't appreciate you, blah, 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 blah. And then it just kind of like, I don't think it went the direction anyone wants to go, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't think I agree. And I think it's not all him. I mean, I think it's making him look bad, but I think it's a lot of the people around him telling him what to do. And he's just kind of doing what they tell him to do, which is common, but no, I understand completely. Yeah. I don't know. But I think we had a good talk and around the same time next week. Sounds good to me. Yeah. That's fine with me. Hey, sounds good. All All right. right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
Okay, we're going to call Alex up this time and see what he has to say. Hey, what's up? Oh, not too much. What's up, man? Uh, not much. I guess. No, I guess. Um, how'd you... So, did you lose again last week? I believe so, yes. Right. You played Drew. I, oh, sorry, go. Uh, well, I just... I didn't even look at who... If I won or lost last week, so I'm going to check it out here. <laughs> I haven't had... I haven't had time to do so, so I'm going to look at it here. All right. Are you looking at it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not looking at last week. I'm looking at this week when we play each other. Oh, okay. That's how I've always been doing it. Okay. I can do that because if I go to the scoreboard, it shows the previous week. Oh, you actually played Giles. So I told what I told Drew was – or I told Mike was complete bullshit. Because I thought, I thought you played your brother and he played his brother last week, but that didn't happen. No. I, yeah, I played Giles. I, it was pretty close. Now I lost to him. I'm one in five now. That's a bummer. No, I guess it actually <laughs> wasn't close. It was like 44 points. Really? Holy mm-hmm. crap! I, did, I th- thought it was going to be a close one. Hmm. Yeah. What was the final score? Nine. Actually, it was 54 points. Oh. Excuse me. My math is garbage. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess. Pretty bad. Yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> that's no good. Mm-hmm. So we play each other this week. You have a few teams on a bye. Correct, or a few players on a buy. Yeah, I got a couple players on a buy. Uh, got to think about who they are, though. Well, it's only actually it's only your quarterback, so it might not hurt you too too bad because most likely you'll play Andrew Luck. I'm assuming versus Buffalo because they're not too yeah. hot. Yeah, that'll make sense. Yeah. And then Michael Thomas is back. I mean, he might play since he's playing the Ravens and their defenses. It's pretty good this year. I thought it, I didn't think it was the best to begin with because it, they lost pretty bad to the Bengals, but then Jacksonville didn't do anything last week. Right, yeah. I'm, I guess. Ch- I'm move, moving some people around here. I got you. Uh, what's wrong with Josh Gordon? He's always been questionable. He's had a hamstring issue for a while, but oh. he played last week. I don't know if he did a lot, but he played – I think he played decent. I don't know if he got a touchdown. Two weeks ago he got a touchdown on Thursday night, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to check check it out here. I don't know. I don't think you want to play Cortland Sutland. I'll butcher that name. Uh, the only guy I really got right now is James Washington to put in there, though. You think that's? No, I'm saying Michael Thomas. Well, if you didn't want to play Michael Thomas versus the Ravens, you know what I'm saying? Oh, right. Yeah, true. I do have him. Yeah. Forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. No, I gotcha. I uh, Real quick, did you – we'll just <laughs> – um, since I think your mind's on other things when it comes to fantasy, um, did you watch all the games Saturday? I watched, oh, uh, our game. The Mountaineers, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I watched it for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, it was just, I don't know what, what happened. We just couldn't get it together. And, uh, you know, it just ended up being a disaster for us. So. I got you. I don't know. I mean, I hope they do better, um, you know, against Baylor. Uh, I mean, I think they need this kind of week off to get things together and, and hopefully uh, learn a little bit, you know. No, I understand. They, I... they were talking on uh, Three Guys Before the Game, mm-hmm. just another podcast, just about how, like, you know, it's um, – shoot, lost Blake in here. Um, anyways, just how, um, you know, the past, like, three days after it, you know, they're still going to be thinking about the loss and stuff and how, you know, they should, uh, you know, hopefully move past it, you know, 
so it'll take him a while to kind of get over that loss. You know what I mean? No, I got you. I, I feel like in that scenario, I don't know if you feel the same way, but like, so we lo- we lose to a team that we we should have beat probably, but we we didn't. It wasn't really close. They pretty much, you know, played better than us all game. There wasn't really. There was a hope at times when we blocked the field goal, returned it. It was like, oh, maybe we can, you know, figure something out. Yeah. But we didn't. But I almost feel like in that case, maybe, just to counteract their point, I don't know if my English is right there, but um, I feel like you'd want to get back out there and be like, we need to, you know, screw this game. We need to get back out there, hit somebody, put up some points, mm-hmm. get right. that out of our mind. You know, we need to play, you know, West Virginia football again. Yeah, but that's, I also. That's what- that's what Dana said in his press conference this week. I listened to it uh, yesterday while he, he had a press conference and said, you know, the team's determined. We want to get back out there and, you know, prove that we can, you know, beat people and win games, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the team seems to be uh, determined, which is a great thing. But, you know, they just got to do it on the football field, which, you know, I don't understand what happened with the offense. I don't know, I don't know how Will Greer was holding on to the ball for so long. You know, why he didn't just throw it away? I mean, you know, it, it was just a complete disaster on all, on everyone's part. You know, defense didn't play great, but they played okay. They played good enough to win you the game. Mm-hmm. And yet you still don't win. You know all what right, I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was just, it was rough for sure. Right. You know, so. I was talking to Mike, so I called Mike before you, and I felt like we did not run, and he said the same thing. Like, he said, like, it. We did not run a pass play that was like, get the ball out now. I feel like everything yeah. – maybe I, maybe they were just the world's greatest corners and world's greatest, you know, zone coverage and whatever. But they, I feel I like – They must have been. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't understand why we didn't attempt to run anything fast. Like, just get the ball out. You know, just use it as a, you know, a running play. Get four or five yards and then go to second down or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it I felt like every time Greer had the ball and dropped back to pass, it was like, okay, we're trying to throw it 40 yards. Oh, it didn't work out. Let's do it again. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know I mean, if that's I, necessarily the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think those interceptions last week or the, the you know the week previous to Kansas really messed with his head. He's just like, I can't do that. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I don't. I think I don't know if it was that or if it was you know, I don't know. I mean, like you said, maybe they were just really good in coverage. You know, it's kind of hard to. Well, how good how bad, but how, maybe. how good is Oklahoma's offense? Oklahoma State's offense? Yeah, I mean, I, they must they must be pretty good too because they put up forty two on them. Oh so, well, I mean, so that for that I feel like that since Oklahoma, well, I guess our offensive is our offense offensive scoring is still. I think, our, under, I think our offense is much better than theirs. I'll say that. But we I only mean, put up fourteen points. We technically only put up seven. Yeah. True. Because that kick return, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I think we we do have the better offense, but for whatever reason, last week their heads were in a different spot and just you know couldn't get it together. No, so, I guess it was it was it was pretty frustrating. It was very frustrating, man. I, I when Will Greer threw that second, uh, he had a couple interceptions that game, I think, right? Mm-hmm. But in in the fourth quarter, it was like with 10 minutes left, I just turned it off. I'm like, I'm done. I can't watch it. So I kept it on because, in theory, we were only down by 14. But yeah. as me as a football fan, it's like, wait, we scored 14 points all game. There's only eight minutes left. We're not scoring another 14 points. But I'm like, okay, they didn't score on the like previous drive. You know, Iowa State, they punted to us. And, you know, we're down at the goal line. Your back's to the goal line. 
And then we get yeah. to safety, and I'm like, I'm playing Mario Party. Super Mario Party, excuse me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great game. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. I am I was a little disappointed with some of the mini games, though, on it. So I've never – so um, off topic – well, it's not off topic. It doesn't really matter what we talk about, in my opinion, sometimes. But I have never <laughs> – so the last Mario Party I technically played – and I didn't even really pay attention to it. Was at McDonald's when I was a kid, because for some reason I never got I never got Mario Party because it was usually a game you played with a lot of people, and usually right, yeah. I didn't like I played by myself if that makes sense for a majority of my childhood. Not all the time, but pretty yeah. consistently if that makes sense. So I never no, I played it until like just the other day when I played Super Mario Party. I mean, I had so much fun because I thought it was really, it was different. Do you play, have you played the team Mario Party? It's like all of you, you walk into the no. party thing and you go to the left. No, I haven't played that one. You should play that with Drew. It's pretty fun. Or, Drew and I just did uh, with, with other, like with the computer, it was like a four player. No, no, I got, no, that makes sense. Do it, you should try with the team. It doesn't mean necessarily you and Drew have to be on the same team, but it's pretty fun. It's cool. It's different because you have like free movement. You know how, like in the regular super or the the regular Mario Party, in the when you go straight, you can only go yeah. like left or right. You can go yeah. in like a circle, and then you have to land on the star exactly. You know how, like, I don't know why I say you know because obviously you know, but when you just pass the star, it gives it to you, even if you don't right, land on yeah. it. But on yeah. the team one, you have to land oh, on it cool. to get the star. That's cool. It's pretty. It's fun. It was it makes, it, makes it a little harder. It kind of it's very frustrating. So like sometimes you'll roll, um, like say like fourteen, you get a friend or a buddy, um, an ally, and yeah. then you uh, roll whatever, and like you can't match up the numbers, so you have to like go in circles. It's very like it's almost a disadvantage to be by the star, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I got you. You have to like, but the it's like almost it's not opposite, but it's almost different. You know, like when you have the the regular one, you want to be close to the star. But with this one, yeah. it's like you don't want to be close to the star, which is kind of different. It's fun, though. So do you, uh, like, how does the block thing work? Does it only go, like, one to one to six or whatever? No, no, no. So you have your you have your regular dice and then whatever character you have, specialty dice. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, then, okay. and then on the way, we played the one that's, like, the jungle, like, the rune stones. I don't know what the map was called. And they automatically, you start out your team versus the other team. Um, and then they put like allies all over the map that you have to run into when you just walk to them and then you get them rather than mm. rolling a dice or whatever, or pushing a button. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. And you can split up. So like me and Kaylee played and she went left to begin with because there was an ally there. And then I went right or straight because there was an ally up top. It was like, okay, I'll go towards the star. You go the different way because once I got the star, it's going to move obviously. So yeah. it's it's cool. There's it's really fun. I like it. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you play the baseball? It's like just a it's like a rec room or whatever. It's like all the way to the right. No, I've 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 only played it once, and I played it once with Drew, and that was it. No, gosh, you have to if you have to get on it real quick and just like play around with things. It's pretty cool. There's a bunch of fun stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love Mario Party, man. It's great. Yeah, I gotta. I, it's one of my favorite like. Nintendo games, honestly. Mm-hmm. I need Mario. to get. I need to make a Nintendo account because I'm assuming you or Drew probably have one, and then we can yeah, play online. Drew has one. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. for sure we do that. Around the same time next week. Okay. Hey, All sounds, right. Sounds good. Thanks, man. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.
Okay, so we'll call Giles here, see what he has to say this week. Hello? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Oh, not too much. Um, so, again, you're the, still the only undefeated team. Was it close last week? Oh, no, I, I won by at least 50. Oh, yeah, you played Alex. Yeah, for some reason, I thought you last week the, the sets of brothers played each other, but I think that was that's not going to happen last week. But um, uh, this week you play, you play Drew. Um, yeah. His team is very good, in my opinion. I mean... The fact I think he drafted James White or he picked him up. I'm not really sure, but I mean that's going to go a long way probably throughout his season. From the team I saw, he has. I'm surprised his record's not like. I'm surprised he's not like in there battling for it. Right. Yeah. I know what you mean. But I believe. I believe he's he's favored by at least a touchdown. Really? Oh yeah. How do you like the matchup with uh, Philip Rivers at 9 a.m. our time? <sighs> It, it don't bother me. I mean, it's a London game, I know, but I mean, it doesn't. I think they'll be ready. I mean, I think his matchups, his matchups are going to be his matchup with his quarterbacks going to be interesting. I like to see what Patrick Mahomes is going to do with Cincinnati's defense. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost borderline interested to see what actually Cincinnati's defense can do against him, because I mean they didn't play us awful necessarily but i don't think they're as good as maybe in years past i think they're a little bit better since perfect came back but he i don't know if it's like an attitude thing but he doesn't play like he he sits out like 15 20 snaps or something on defense i think he's just perfect's just nothing but a dirty player to me no i guess you i mean after what he did though after what he did to antonio brown i mean I thought Antonio Brown was going to be gone with a concussion. Right. He just—he basically wasn't even tackling; he was going right for. Exactly. Just, yeah. Bam! Right in the fore, right in the head with that elbow. I think this was. Um, this wasn't last year necessarily in the regular season, but like two years ago or three, I think it was the year the Steelers lost to the Broncos with Peyton Manning, not Tim Tebow, in the playoffs. Um, because the week before, Perfect hit Brown similarly, but it was more like a one-on-one situation. And knocked yeah. him out of the game, and then he—I think he played next week, but he, the whole team wasn't 100 percent because that game was extremely physical. So when I saw the hit Sunday, I thought um, I was like, "That's almost identical." You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So I was surprised he wasn't. Was he even fined? I don't think he was even fined for it. That's the, it. It just it just um, shocks me sometimes when they find like the. So I know you're not really a Steelers fan necessarily, but the week before we played the Atlanta Falcons, and T.J. Watt uh, went to sack Matt Ryan. He's a little late getting there, which is not usually a big deal, and he kind of just like batted at his leg. I guess I understand by the rule, you know, you're not supposed to do that, but then to find him $20,000, but then to maybe not find, you know, Vontez Burfick for intentionally trying to hit someone, you know, above oh, yeah. the neck and stuff, and then I just... It doesn't. It's very confusing to me week to week. Understandable. Oh, yeah. Did you? Tr- oh, you picked up. Uh, I don't want to butcher his first name, but you picked up Smith from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I know Smith. I want to pronounce his name right. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, Devontae Freeman. Who knows how long he'll be out? He's gonna be like their next guy to go. I mean, he'll be like their third down goal line running back, I believe. No, I got you. I was watching uh, 
I think it was probably Matthew Barry on ESPN or on our like league during the like the players' news or whatever. And um, I guess he's getting like a majority of like the first and second. Well, he's getting he's getting a, a lot of snaps rather than just giving everything to. Um, oh, this is gonna drive me nuts now. Who's their backup? That's what I'm trying to think of their his name. I know. My boss has. I can, a, I can see him playing right now, yeah. but I just can't think of his name. It's gonna drive me nuts when I find this because I'm like, we should know this. See, those are kind of those are kind of players you gotta look for. Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. So, did you watch um, all the Monday night game last week? Yes, I did. So, how did your Packers play? What would you, what would you give the grade on the game itself? Like, because obviously they didn't great. play the best in the first half as they could have played as they played think, the second half. I think it's one of the better Monday night games they've had this year. No, I got you. Um, I think defensively, they just. I don't think they'll ever get the defense right. That second, any team, if if San Francisco, if that's with a backup second, quarterback, with a backup quarterback, if they're like that, mm-hmm. that anyone could do it. I got you. Um, did Don Caper? I think I'm pronouncing his first name wrong. Or calling him something. Did Capers retire? Because I don't think you have the I same. They, def- I think they let him go. Okay. Okay. I mean, he was technically, I mean, it wasn't like a shocker, but it is did seem weird because it wasn't like they weren't successful with him, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I mean, they were, they were, they were good with him, but yeah, they just, I don't know, after last year, they just cleaned house and pretty much let almost everyone of the coaching staff go. Mm-hmm. Um, where would you like to see the team improve more, like game to game? Oh, the offensive line, no doubt about it. I got you. Are they you... can't look. Waters can't take another hit. Uh-huh. He seemed... I, mean, I didn't finish the game because I'm not a Packers fan. I've always been an anti-Packers person since 2010. I think it was technically 2011 at the time when the Super Bowl was played. Um, <laughs> but I think I remember watching the first half of the Monday night game where I didn't know I do. And he there was a few times he kind of looked like out of rhythm or maybe like something was bothering him. So, like, I think your point is, like, you know, very true that Maybe the next hit is not going to be, you know, just get up and go to the next thing, you know what I mean? Or go to the next play, excuse me. I mean, that final drive they had, had there been a, had that illegal contact penalty not been on on San Francisco, I don't think uh, they would have. I guess. They would have. It would have been gone over time, and who knows what, that dif- what the difference would have been. No, I got you. Um, I, I'm going to hate myself for this. What's your pa- What's your kicker's name again? Um, Not in uh, our league, geez. but in the Packers. Uh, Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby. Um, he had kind of like a – well, it sounds silly to say a kicker had a redeemed game, but didn't he make like four field goals and like two extra points or something? Maybe it was Mason. four extra points and two field goals. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, he kicked four field goals after missing those four. Right, yeah. What a difference. That's just – it's just kickers. That's mm-hmm. all. They're just – they have them games. Were you able to watch the game before when they played um, – was it – did they lose bad to uh, – no, was it Carolina? No. Uh, what was the game he missed for field goals? It was against Detroit. Okay, yeah, my fault, my fault, my fault. Do you think – it sounds – hindsight is always – I don't – it's weird to me. But, like, do you feel like that would have made much difference or were they still not playing well everywhere, like, you know, offense, defense, special teams? I think had – like I said last week, I think had kicking been – had he made them field goals, they probably would have won that game. No, I got you. I mean, I saw a couple of them hit off, a couple of them hit off the bar. A couple of them were very, very short. But yeah, I think 
had they they gone the distance, who knows what that outcome would have been. Did you watch all the W game last week? Yes. Um, what were your What's your thoughts on that? Uh, lose now rather than later. No, I got you. It's... I I think everyone everyone probably except for West Virginia knew they were going to lose this game. Right. I mean, I didn't think. I didn't really understand how good Iowa State is. Um, we've played them the past, well, that sounds stupid. Every year for the past, like, four years, let's say, they played us very tough, but we've always won. Um, so I thought, I was like, okay, something very similar is going to happen, then we're just going to win. But it, I think there was, like, eight minutes to go left in the game. We were down by 14. I'm like, we're not scoring 14 points with only eight minutes to go, but I'll keep watching. Iowa State punted. We got the ball like in the ten like ten yard line or something, something similar to that. And then we got the safety and then I was like, I'm done, I'm watching something else. He it, Will Greer needs to learn every time he's out of the pocket, not, throwing the ball away is not a big deal. Be, it's not it's that's the best that's a better play than taking a sack. Right, yeah, because if you throw the ball away, let's say it's second down, like second and ten, you didn't get anything on first down, you just throw the ball away, it's still just, you know, third and ten. No no big deal at all. But like let's say you're down at like you're at the forty five or something I don't know the thirty five and then you take a sack on you know second down then you get pushed back and there's a it's not a big deal to just throw the ball away is what I'm trying to say and I feel but, like he felt like he had to make every play when you kind of needed sometimes just in certain games just pick and choose like okay I'm gonna take a chance here or not I'm gonna take a chance on every play and then it never works out yeah I mean but going into Iowa State you know it. It's one of them games, especially at night. It's like going to LSU. There's, it's just a different atmosphere. No, I got you. I mean, look, look what they did. I believe it was 2011 when Oklahoma State was number two, and then look what they did last year. They beat TCU Oklahoma. was TCU, and they went on the road to beat Oklahoma. Right. It's, yeah. It's one of them teams that you can't put on your schedule. Oh, this is a W. They're gonna, they're gonna play you tough. Every game. Right, 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 yeah. Personally, I hope you lose so I can get, get some ground on you. I've only, I'm only two and four. I'm technically ranked the seventh team. But it, it was... Every, <laughs> oh, I think everyone wants me to lose. No, yeah, I got you. But it was good talking to you. Um, okay. Around the same time next week. Yeah. All right, bye. All right, bye. Okay, now we'll call Chase and talk about his matchup this week. Hey, what's up? Oh, not too much, man. What's up with you? Not much. Um, so this week, um, you have Aaron Rodgers on a bye, um, then Jimmy Graham, then Jesse James. Um, do you feel confident at all starting Deshaun Watson versus Jacksonville? Um, yeah. I mean, what, Jacksonville, who did they play last week? They got killed. They got man. killed by the Cowboys when in, in Dak and yeah. Deshaun play similar like- and I feel like he's a much I not much, but I feel like he's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. So no, I agree. About it. He has better weapons at least. Or Yeah. Well, yeah. besides Zeke, but DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. Is um Devontae Freeman out for the year? I do not know if he's out for the year or not. And maybe it's one of those short term IRs, but I don't know. Yeah, it seems like a wasted pick at the moment. I got you. So you could start – let me see here. So you need another wide receiver. You could just move Alshon Jeffries up, which does nothing. Oh, I forgot Tavon has that wide receiver running back option. Yeah, yeah. He's got the dual thing. Yeah, yeah. 
I remember a few years, so this was like the first time I did fantasy football, and I was playing Travis in the playoffs, or maybe it was just the regular, like the end of the regular season. And uh, do you remember Joe Webb? I don't know if he still plays for Carolina. Yeah. He was he played for Minnesota at the time, and he was a wide receiver at the time. But Brett Favre got hurt that year and didn't play another game. And then their backup didn't play, so they had to put Joe Webb at quarterback. But he was labeled as a wide receiver also. So I could play, like, two quarterbacks. But, I mean, he only got, like, 14 points, but still that was not too bad. No, no. I mean, yeah, my fantasy team's pretty much shot, so I'm not really worried about it anymore. No, I got you. Um, so what did you – what's your take – I don't know, take is a correct word. How did you – what's your opinion on the loss for West Virginia on Saturday? Well, thankfully I was not able to watch the game, so that's a good thing. Otherwise, I would have been even more mad than I am. No, I got you. I am not surprised. This team, all this team does is build up expectations and lose. I mean, obviously, I think we're still going to have a fine year. Mm-hmm. But to ever get your expectations up to do more than they should, they, they never meet that expectation, and I'm not surprised they didn't. No, I got you. We're always um, – so back, I think it was like Pat White's junior year. Maybe it was his sophomore year. I, I don't know. No, I think it, it doesn't really matter. The year that everyone picked us to lose against Oklahoma when we were in the Big East. Yeah. I mean, like, ever since from that point, like, as I got older, I've noticed we're better as underdogs in situations rather than, like, great favorites, you know what I mean, or a team that actually could do something. Yeah, I understand that. But if you're, you know, if you're picked to do anything at all, you can't be the underdog all year. No, 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 I'm saying I I understand. No, I I get what you're saying, yeah. I'm just saying it's like they – I, I I didn't watch the game. I don't want to watch the game. So yeah, I'm not sure what happened. I don't know if I understand a lot of people are upset with uh, our coordinator. Spavano. I get Jake Spavadol. Yeah, Spavadol, excuse me. I don't know if it seemed like Greer didn't have that many pass attempts at all. And from looking online, people are complaining that he was just trying. He was just taking sacks when he should have thrown the ball away. I'm not 100% sure about what happened. but So that was correct. Um a majority of the game, it was like, let's say second and seven or third and ten or something. Well, guess on third down, it doesn't really, really matter. But like, he would, he would, you know, be called pass plays in shotgun or under the center. He's running to his left or his right out of the pocket, and he would just hold the ball, hold the ball, hold the ball. And then some defensive player for Iowa State that you know was kept going, kept going, kept going, would just sack him, would just like, you know, trip him up, and then it. It never panned out, and then it just seemed like we didn't run any short passes, meaning like we didn't put Greer in a position to get the ball out of his hands faster, if that makes sense. We just okay. made him like – it seemed like we kept running deep routes, which is fine when it's working, but when it's not, you got to switch it up a little bit because he had no time because – I swear it probably wasn't every time, but it seemed like Iowa State always brought more than you know five guys every time. Yeah. More than one we had, and then – he they couldn't get blocked. It wasn't you know, the offensive line or whoever you know the whoever was you know, calling the protection. It didn't really work out. If that makes sense, I think that makes sense. Obviously. No, yeah, I I, I get you. It's just uh, I don't know. From what looking at the numbers, our offense should not be that bad, and that's just ridiculous to me. Right. I, obviously, like I said, I didn't watch the game, so. You didn't miss much at all. So. Um, what do you think about the Steelers game the next day? Were you able to watch that? Yeah, I was able to watch the whole game, and I was I was pretty happy with their performance. I mean, the defense played well, other than letting up that 
late touchdown to take the lead in, at the end of the game, they, they the defense looked great. Mm-hmm. And the offense responded, obviously. And, you know, I, I think they're in good shape to at least make the playoffs, you know. And I don't know about our division. Our division doesn't seem like it's it's winnable. It's a winnable division. Mm-hmm. I think they could definitely win the division. But, uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about them, I think. And I don't know about Bell, what's going on with him. He's coming back. I guess he's not coming back this week, but it doesn't seem like he's going to come back at all at this point. But Connor's done, shown that he can be a pretty reliable mm-hmm. back. So I'm not too worried about them at least making the playoffs. I feel like one I, – I still feel – I know that sounds – this is probably me just nitpicking. I feel like the win still covers up a lot of holes, meaning like – we're still not a, I don't know, perfect's the wrong word, but we're not really a, in years past, we've been more of a complete team. Like, our defense was maybe a little more reliable, and our offense was much better than what it's been recently, just this season. And it's, you know, it's obviously great because we get, a you know, another win, and it kind of helps us because in Cincinnati, it's a divisional win, so it helps us, you know, move up in the rankings. Well, it helps us not be back so many games, but I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I know we play the Browns, which I think will be motivated to win and not, you know, lose again to the Browns. But I, I just want to see when we play, like, another contender, like maybe Jacksonville in, like, week 10 or whatever, we play the ball, the Ravens again whenever week that is. I'm interested to see what we do then, but I'm trying not to get my hopes up. And yeah, then, I know we play the Browns after the bye uh, week, yeah. and then we play the Ravens immediately afterwards, and that's what at, in Baltimore, right? It should be in Baltimore. So, I mean, yeah, I think, I think they're starting to get their stuff together. You know, I think the defense, at least, wise they look the last few games, they've looked pretty decent. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's for real, but I'm hoping it is. The right. Secondary, I'm hoping they're. Yeah, I mean, our our rookie doesn't look too bad. He's starting to. Edmonds, right, yeah, Edmonds. Man. He, he looks yeah. like he's, I don't know, I'm not. A, he looks like he's in position a lot of the time, and Which he's is, yeah. around to make plays. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it doesn't look like a terrible pick from that respect. So. No, I got you. And uh, JJ Watt, he's you know he's tied for the lead league in sacks. So he was as a, uh, before last week. I don't know if he still is, but TJ, sorry. TJ Waters, yeah. yeah, was tied with his brother, mm-hmm. JJ, for Which the lead in sacks. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. They, they have room to grow. So, I guess so. And we're, we're not dead in the water, so. It did seem like that after the first four games, but I think. Yeah, definitely. So, the, let me think, the Kansas State Chiefs loss, it might not be such an awful loss in hindsight. But we did, we did. I feel like probably underperformed in the second half versus uh, Baltimore. But we just have to get the next one versus them and see where it goes from there. I mean, if you look at it one way, like the defense played terribly against Kansas City, and we all lost. We only lost by what five, six points. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if we're playing up to snuff, we can play with anybody no, in the AFC. I believe it just depends on if we bring our A game back that day you know mm-hmm. I think one thing I, I meant to say this earlier even though we've only been talking for a few minutes but um I liked how we had a running game back-to-back weeks because oh, it seemed yeah. like yeah I the, agree um first the Browns um Connor did very well I mean he fumbled yes but he kept us in that game um and then the next game versus um Kansas City he only had like five six touches in terms of yeah. running attempts mm-hmm. and then the Tampa Bay game 
he he played better at the end, like in the fourth quarter, like he got some first downs, but his overall yards wasn't you know anything to brag about. And then he, and then it was non-existent again versus the Baltimore Ravens. And then we had a running game against Atlanta again, and then we had one against Cincinnati. So I would, that was a bright spot, I think. Oh yeah, when he gets his touches, I mean at least how many games have played six, mm-hmm. seven. Yeah, when he gets his touches, he's produced every right, single yeah. game. So, I mean, uh, I, you can't argue with that. It's just they played from behind in the Kansas City game, and and uh, I can't remember if the Tampa Bay game they were high, behind or not. But yeah. No, so the Tampa Bay game, um, halftime score was thirty to fourteen. Oh, uh, yeah, we're up by yeah. And then yeah. Tampa Bay scored seventeen more points. No, no, excuse me, that's way too many. Um, thirteen more points in the uh, second half, and we scored zero. Yeah. So it was twenty seven thirty. But he had Connor wasn't what we've come to expect. Well, he was only played seven games or six games, but he's performed better in other games is what I was trying to say. Which you were And uh it seems like Ben is really keying on uh Vance McDonald a lot, at mm-hmm. least last game. And oh the tight ends in general. Even Grimble had a few few quite few I think he Texas had like probably like twenty five well. plus yards because he had one pass that was at least twenty, and I was like, okay, which was helpful. Yeah, I, I mean, c- if everyone that's I like that though. I mean, I don't think we've done that in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I mean, with Miller obviously in the past, but having three different tight ends that can catch passes is right, a, and especially McDonald, I'm very impressed with McDonald. I didn't realize how big he is. Well, I don't I don't know his actual like weight playing weight. But the announcer says he was like he's like six five two eighty, and I'm like what? Oh wow, I didn't realize he's, he's like that big he said like two seventy five yeah. two eighty. I'm like how is he that fast? I'm like he shouldn't be that fast. I know I I, I agree. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm very I'm very surprised and mm-hmm. happy with his production. So what do you think Le'Veon Bell will do next? Do you think he comes in um, the week of our you know like week after the bye week? Like Sunday or Monday, excuse me. I mean, if he was going to come in, he would have come in already because he got got could have got a paycheck for the bye week, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure, yeah, game check. So I really don't know, and I really don't care to be honest with you. I want him on the team, like I, I don't. I mean, obviously, I would like him to be on the team. No, no, but no, no. I, I understand. I'm not going to worry about it. I understand what you're saying because I feel the same way. It's like if you don't want to be with us, then why show up at all? You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. I, I feel like he doesn't – I feel like it is a money issue, and I understand you want your money. I totally get that. You only have a short window to get this money, you know, get it. But it just sucks because I feel like our – I don't know if I talked to you about this or maybe my boss last week on here. I was like, our window is closing with Ben, you know what I mean? And I know it shouldn't yeah. be all about Ben necessarily, but he's a big part of winning the Super Bowl for us. And – it shows the numbers show if he's not back there, we're not that good. You know what I mean? Because like AB yeah. didn't really perf- doesn't really perform. I think Bell technically performs, but that's the only reason because you know the quarterback has to throw these little d- dump off passes because he can't throw any other routes. No, no, no. I I understand that, but I mean, sorry, I lost my train of thought. That's no big deal. But uh, I don't know. Our offense is still potent enough that we can that the offense can carry games for us. I mean, and. Well, I mean, what is it? Is this the second or third year he's been franchised? I can't remember. I think it's the second year. I could be mistaken, I mean, what, but I'm going to go with the second that's year. That's 30, almost 30 mil guaranteed over two years. Right. 
and he got it last year, but he's given up at least 15 mil this year, guaranteed. I mean, I don't know what else he wants here. I mean, a franchise, obviously players don't want that, but it's a lot of guaranteed money, and he's given that up, which I don't understand. But. I guess the point, like it's, I guess I find it weird. Uh, so obviously, like, so let's say Odo Beckham's contract, like it was like abnormally large recently, and like as soon yeah. as he signed it, he got like, I don't know, I, some abnormal amount of guaranteed money. So I guess like in the short term effect, it's like, oh, I'm only getting 14 million guarantee, where I could sign this huge deal and get like 50 plus guaranteed. You know what I mean? So I, I yeah. get that, but it does seem really weird to like the common person. It's like, wait, you just don't want 15 million guaranteed? It wasn't like you have to meet a certain requirement. All you have to do is show up and play. Oh, no, I get it. And then over the last two years, he would have gotten close to 30 mil guaranteed just right, right. for doing the, doing the uh, franchise tag. No, I got you. I mean, I, I don't know. I understand it in one part and the other in the other part. I just want him to play. So, I mean, I understand it from both aspects, but it's just frustrating. No, I got you. But I feel like we got a lot of good stuff in, so I'll call you around the same time next week. Thanks for calling, like as always. All right, take care. All right, bye. Bye. Hey, what's up, Ben? Oh, not too much. So you won last week, correct? I did. I did win. I for some reason. up here. Did you play Alex last week? I thought you did, but I don't. Uh, I played Gabby Way, Team Way. Okay, okay. She works. She's one of my coworkers. I kicked the crap out of him. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 135 to a 68. Oh, Smoke yeah. Them. Okay, okay, okay. Big, perfor- big performances, again, by Gurley, Mahomes. Tyreek Hill had a big day. Uh, what's Gurley uh, What's Gurley averaging you? Like 20 plus, well, it seems like? It, I don't know. I think it's like 25. 25 and a half is what uh, what this says on here. He's, he's That's a wild. player. Yeah, yeah. So you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes has turned out to be the number one quarterback, so... Right, yeah. there too. Really, then, I got some solid guys, and Hill's not a bad option. Right, yeah. I mean, it's why like your whole team is. Um, <clears throat> let me get a little closer. Your whole team is very good. Um, I know in the past weeks you haven't necessarily started Keenan Allen. Um, have you thought about maybe putting him at the? F- well, I guess he wouldn't make no sense. You put in maybe Demarius. Oh, you didn't put in Demarius Thomas. Do you think you'll put in T.J. Uh, Yeldon this week? I don't know. I'm kind of going back and forth on TJ. There's a lot of talk about uh, you know, maybe this is the week that uh, Fournette comes back. So Right, yeah, that would. Well, I think if he comes back, that'll really limit his value. Mm-hmm. He'll be just like a flex guy. Right, yeah. But at this point, you know, he's been a top. Yeah, I think he's, let me look. I think he's in the top 12 anyways. Yeah, he's the 11th best running back this year, so. No, I got you. You know, I don't know how I'm not uh, undefeated. I've got the number one quarterback, the number one ride, wide receiver, the number one running back. Yeah, I don't think I you guess. have anything to worry about for the much, much, much future to come until maybe the I playoffs think. in just terms of matchup. Yeah, the playoffs, anything can happen in right, the playoffs, yeah. but I think I'm definitely going to be able to qualify with the team I got. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't have a problem unless you have some. So the last three weeks I've unfortunately lost, so I'm two and uh, four. Um, Giles is undefeated. My boss is four and two. Um, so I'm like maybe third in my division. Only two games back, so I'm hoping to have a big week this week. And then I'm hoping some more people lose in their matchups so I can get some ground. Yeah. I mean, Giles has a pretty solid team, but, you know, I mean, really, he's got the third overall tight end, that Ertz guy. And uh-huh. Phillip Rivers is okay. He's top ten. 
Camaro's top ten, obviously, probably top five. Right, yeah. The Texans be solid, but you know, I don't know. I think he's gotten kind of lucky with his matchups, personally. But uh, no, I don't know. What you're I don't know. Let me check the standing. How many points has he scored? He's scored more than me. No, so I mean, he's just kind of getting lucky matchup wise. Now Travis has a healthy team. I'm afraid of him. Oh yeah, Travis's team is Travis's team is averaging like 120 points. I don't think that's true. I just made up a stat, but it seems like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think he's doing well. I mean, Ben, he's got Ben Roethlisberger, right? Saquon. Oh man, Saquon. Feeling. Yeah. Let me look at his team real I mean, quick. He's got he's got a bunch of top five position rank guys. So. Right. Yeah. And then he he was able to pick up Eric Ebron. I don't know if I tried to pick him up that week. He um, let me find his team. But uh, he picked up Eric Ebron. He had him like 25 points or 20 points last week for him, too. Yeah, I don't know. I thought about picking him up, too, but I just I never made it happen. So Adam Thielen has been huge for Minnesota. I mean, he was, he was yeah. very good last year, but I feel like he's almost took another level. Because like, it feels like every game he has a touchdown and over 100 yards, it seems like, so far, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, it's turned out pretty well for him, really, as far as his matchups go. I mean, he's got Devontae Adams. He might just have a bad matchup this week in terms of because a lot of his Devontae Adams, um, Marshawn Lynch was playing like over you know ten plus points, and then Ben was playing very well for him. So he might have a weird matchup playing Jameis against Cleveland, maybe. Um, let me see. Yeah, he may. Will Fuller may lose gets hurt I, a lot. Yeah, if he if I can, I'm supposed to beat Giles this week, so that would be good if I if that happens, and then if I can, you know. Edge Travis, if he, if he loses again and we're tied with the same record, I mean, he'd still have the tiebreaker because he's got more points in the head-to-head. I guess but, so. uh, you know, it's, it would be a nice thing for me. So I'm on a nice little streak, though. I've won three in a row. So. Yeah, that's good. My, keep it rolling. Right, I picked up the Broncos' defense this week, and um, they have me 26 points, and Emmanuel Sanders just had like a 60-yard touchdown, and he threw for a touchdown, and he has me 17.9. Yeah. So I'm on a very good pace right now. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing bad. I mean, you got a you got a good team too, Ben. I, just... I have a good team, but I don't. So the I don't think it was the first week I lost. Um, I can't remember who I played. It might have been Mike. He scored 150 points. I scored 129 points. And then the next week I played my boss. No, no, no. Who did I? The next week I played someone else. I think it was my boss. And I was within 20, and I had DeAndre Hopkins, and I had Adrian Peterson, Sunday night, Monday night game. And um, DeAndre Hopkins did everything but score a touchdown for me, so it was extremely helpful. And then um, the Redskins played the Saints, and they just didn't show up. And it was just AP kind of got hurt during the game, and they just kind of, you know, rested him type thing. And then last week I played DJ. Once again, it was close. My uh, four o'clock teams. He had like four, four o'clock players. I only had one, and then I didn't have anyone until Sunday night game. And Emmanuel Sanders did well. He got me like 19 points, which is great. But all his four o'clock players really showed up. He had Zeke. He had D.D. Westbrook, who scored a touchdown. He had two other players I unfortunately can't remember, and they all did very well. Unfortunately, oh, um, uh, Woods from the Rams, that Alex dropped. Um, he yeah, scored a touchdown. He's been okay. Is DD still available in the? You said he's not. No, uh, Travis. Excuse me, DJ has him because he played him last week as flex. Yeah. yeah, I got you now. Yeah, I, I was thinking about targeting him down the road here, but right. I guess I, guess I can't do that. I guess. No, I got you. I was and just then, checking out uh, checking your team. I didn't realize you traded for uh, 
Lavelle. Yeah, I traded for him, and it hopefully it pans out. Weeks ago. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I, I he I thought he was going to come back. I was like, okay, maybe this is reports aren't you know. I didn't think they were like misled, but I just thought, okay, maybe he's not really telling the truth or something. Maybe he'll come back. He's come week after the bye. I made the trade based off that I thought I was going to have a winning record, and <laughs> so now it's just like he might come back, he might not. You know, he's not on the team right now, so it's like maybe I'll have him, but. I don't know. Yeah, you just have to wait and see. That'd be a game changer if he comes back and contributes. Right, yeah. It would shake shake things up there. Right. I got you. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So what's your opinion on the Mountaineers game on Saturday? Well, you you were in Canada, well, correct? Yeah, I was I was on a train on my way to Vancouver. So I uh, was that very cool? nice, by the way. Was I that... highly recommend visiting the city of Vancouver if you ever have an opportunity. Was the, it was, was interesting. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. What was the train line? Train ride like? The train was uh, it was it was different. I mean, it it went pretty fast. It still took about three hours to get there, but uh, I mean, it wasn't like a super fast bullet train, but it was moving pretty good. When you go across the border, they they stop the train, and that's part of the reason it takes three hours because then you're stopped for like half an hour while the border patrol people come on and you know make sure you're not like. An illegal alien or something. No, I understand. <laughs> but uh, then you get moving again and you get up there. Uh, but yeah, Vancouver's beautiful. Uh, basically, the same. I mean, Canada's basically the same country, only they use the metric system and their dollar's a little weaker. So things cost a little bit more. No, I understand. Uh, there's always uh, this. So the only reason I asked about the train ride, there's always this like uh, Facebook ad that always pops up or advertising for like a train ride from like New York to like San Francisco. And I was like, oh, that'd be yeah, really that's neat. The same one, I yeah. Okay, same like, one. yeah. I'd be like, oh, that'd be really same neat. Company. And I looked, I didn't know what it'd be like in the train because, like, I've seen, like, I think my, the only two examples of trains and movies are awful that I can think of is, like, Harry Potter and, like, I think, uh, what's the Polar Express. And I looked yeah. up, like, a first class, like, paint, like, a plane cabinet. And it's like, it looks like a, a prison barracks. And I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, the, uh, there's no, <laughs> It's not like in those, you know, like an English train where there's like a carriage. Right, yeah. Harry Potter, it's not like that. <laughs> you have about as much room as you would on like a first-class flight if you ride coach, which is what we did. And we, no, I got I, you. I had plenty of room, and I could get up and walk around. And well, that's cool. You can go from car to car. Now, if you do first-class, then it's, you know, it's more modern than what the Harry Potter things look like. But that's basically what you get if you would get to go first-class. I got you. <clears throat> okay, so... um uh, sorry for interrupting, but but back to the, no. uh, were you able to see any of it or I watched talk to Alex it. about I watched, it? I watched most of the first half. Uh, there was one area right around the border where I lost my reception, mm-hmm. uh, so I couldn't watch it. But, you know, they just, uh, I knew that whenever they announced that as a 7 o'clock game out there, we were going to be in trouble. They were up for it. They thought they could win. Right. We let them hang around. Mm-hmm. The offense was inept. I don't know what's wrong with Will Greer, but the last couple of weeks, you know, he's not looked good. Uh, even before the Kansas game, you know, I mean, yeah, he was throwing touchdowns against Kansas State, but right, yeah, you know, he threw a couple interceptions too. He's just not looked the same since the Heisman hype really cranked up. Right, now, yeah. Is it he's not quite as good as we thought? I don't think it's that. I think he is good. I think he's just his expectations and what he thinks he can do are not, they're not attainable right now. He's trying to play, you know, Superman 
right, all we yeah. really need him to do is distribute the ball to the guys who can make you know, plays. Play. Yeah, correct. Now the wide receivers, they just they've been dropping a lot of balls too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's wrong with them, but it's just kind of a mess right now on offense, and I don't know. Have you ever heard, yeah. so like during the game, if you got to watch the first half at least, and there was probably a few sacks in the first half on us, and it seemed like Greer held the ball a long time, which, you know, sometimes that's on the quarterback, sometimes it's on the defense, and sometimes it's on the receivers. Yeah. What, did it seem to you we did not try? Did it seem to you like we did not try to run shorter pal, shorter routes? It yeah, seemed like, it seemed like there were a lot of long-developing Right, yeah. Throws, and I think that's what Jake Spavital likes to do, which is fine whenever you can protect the quarterback one, and also right. whenever your guys can get open. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know, you know, that Campbell guy. I think that's his name. Their coach just came up with a good game plan for him, their coaching staff, and they were able to, you know, keep him pinned in, and they couldn't get free or what went on there. But yeah, it, it was a huge blow as far as. Uh, you know, your chances to win the Big 12 are, you know, very slim now. You basically have to win the rest. you got to win out. Right. I mean, to get into the game. Because, I mean, Oklahoma's probably going to be there at the end, and Texas will be there at the end. Right. So. And they all, everyone has one yeah. loss. Not everyone, but a majority of the teams that we think that could win the Big 12 all have one loss is now. Right. I mean, technically it's still wide open as far as the race goes, and you have a very good chance of doing it, but I just don't. After that performance, I have no confidence now going into November that they can do better than going two, two and two if, right, if yeah. they can do that. So I mean, you may end up just looking at like another average year, and if that's the case, but, you know, at the very least, I'd like to see some coordinator change happen. You know, no, I understand. It's unfair. and maybe maybe Dana should go. I don't know. I mean, that's a conversation we can have later in the year. But no, I understand. I feel so. I remember the past few years. I feel like Dana. His fairly took a lot of heat from us, you know, our group of friends, because we had, I think we probably put too high of expectations on ourselves a few years because we, this team we have this year, it, it didn't really show it on Saturday, but I think it's much more talented than we've had in tier teams in uh, years past recently. Oh, definitely. Um, probably since 2007. Right, right, right. Um, but I think he, the past maybe like, even though you know he got Will Greer to come here, and I think the team even took a you know last year was very good, and then this year they got better. I feel like so. I mean, I I'm not really super far on like the you know what is Dana doing type thing, but prior to the last two years, I could see where people would be like, I'm just fed up with this type thing. Yeah, and see that's the thing. I was willing to give him time, and I still am. Don't don't I mean. It's only one game. It's one loss. I mean, right, no, no. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. We just have to see how they respond. So, I mean, if at the end of the year we're talking about five or six losses, then things need to change. But right now, I think, you know, we just ran into a team that was up for the game and they were hot. We were not. We thought we'd go in there and roll them, and we did. So, right. You know, it depends on how Dana can get them to respond, especially with the extra time here and going into a bye week. Now, you, you bring up a good point there about, you know, yeah, we had – the team was not good when we were in the Big East. Yeah, you could pop up and win a game or two against quality opponents, but you weren't playing the same level of competition you are now. Right. So top to bottom, you're right. The team's much more talented than it has been really about a decade. Right, yeah. I think the – so unfortunately the year that – like Geno's last year, or maybe it was Geno's junior year, I think that team 
borderline disappointed because I feel like we were still in the, we were still in the Big Twelve when we beat we were still in the Big East when we beat Clemson, correct? Right, that was the last year in the Big East. Right, okay, when we and got then I think it was the next year that people had us projected to like at times yeah, to play next, like Alabama in the national championship. If that right, happened, we were supposed to be we were supposed to be real good that year. Right, and they came out of the gates hot, you know, and they were five and zero or four and zero, and that that. The last win they got before things went to hell was that 70-point game against uh, – or maybe it wasn't 70 points. It was a lot of points against – Baylor. Uh, Baylor. That, it might that, have been 70 to 63. I can't remember. It was a home game Whatever. at noon. Yeah. yeah, was, yeah. I remember being there and thinking, man, this is ridiculous. There's no <laughs> defense at all. Now, then you go down to TCU and you get upset because, you know – or not TCU, Texas Tech, because, you know, Tech was a good team. They've always been a good team. Right. Uh, they're quite, they're talented. I don't know that Kingsbury is the guy to coach them, but uh, yeah, they definitely are a talented group, and yeah, they can beat you. And we're just not at that point. And then things kind of spiral out of control after that because the mojo was gone, and those guys were fragile. But you know, right? They uh, you're just not playing the same level of competition in the Big East that you were, that you are now. I mean, right? It's just not you can't compare it. You're playing UConn one week. You know, South you Florida. Your role, you play Syracuse, South Florida. You know, and no disrespect to those programs, but that's just not the same. Right. Going and playing, you know, Kansas State, Texas, Texas Tech, TCU. Yeah, you know, these in TCU to a lesser extent back then because they were in the same position we were. Correct. Yeah. But, you know, I think that they were able to overcome it better because they're in the middle of Texas. Correct. Yeah. And once you're in the Big Twelve. It probably helps you land some of the bigger Texas recruits. But. I always found it strange how, like, um, um, announcers would talk about how, like, Dana would talk to kids or, or, you know, recruits and be like, oh, you know, Texas Tech didn't win you or Texas didn't win you, come play for us. I thought I didn't – I never understood that. I, I mean, I understand the aspect, but it just seems <laughs> weird. Like, well, why wouldn't you want to go some – I don't know. I just didn't understand that when people say it. I understand the point of saying it, but it just yeah, doesn't – Yeah, I, I don't – and I don't know what what to think about it all, but uh, mm-hmm. they definitely need to, you know, come up with something here to respond. That's for sure. But, Do you like that we have the bye week now, or would you rather us had a bounce like a game the next week? Yeah, see, I was thinking about that too. I don't know how I would feel. I mean, you know, I'd probably want to play again if it was me. So I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. sitting around and stewing on it's not good. But right. Yeah. It all depends on the energy that they use and how they discuss the game and if they can, you know, make corrective, you know, criticisms there, you know, basically, depends on how good they are in film study, I guess right. is what I'm trying to say and how they spin it. No, I gotcha. I think it, we'll just have to unfortunately wait and see until we play Baylor because I feel like it could go both ways because I feel like, like you said, me personally, if I was, you know, talented enough to play versus Iowa State and we lose and I know I'm better than that, I want to go about it the next week and dominate that team, or hopefully, you know, if it was an easy matchup, yeah, which it should be, right. and just go out there, get our get my confidence back up. Okay, okay, last, you know, the week before was just a fluke. This is what we really are. Blah 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 blah. But then I can also right. understand this for me wouldn't be good, but maybe understand. Okay, we need to go back in, you know, watch some film. I need to work on some things personally in, in terms of like play wise. And then it'd be like, okay, this is what I need to do for the next week, and then that's how you perform the next. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it could go both ways, unfortunately. It could, it could, and I'm hopeful that 
it's a good thing because I think that Will Greer needs to sit down with Dana and, and Spavital and they need to tell him what he's doing wrong because obviously the reads that he's making are not the right reads. I, I was uh, talking to Alex about this yesterday too a little bit. I think based off what you brought up like a few minutes ago, so the, the previous two works versus um, Kansas State and then Kansas, he threw picks to easier teams, you know, teams that weren't, you know, that great – probably weren't defending or, you know, that great athletes. Well, maybe. he was Correct. And I feel like in the Iowa State game, he's like, oh, I can't do that again, so I'm just going to hold this ball. And I feel like it almost was as bad at times, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I don't know. It's you know, I don't know what they're t- It's hard to speculate on what they're telling them. But uh, they definitely, whatever they did, it did not work well. So right, I got you. I don't know if they just need to let him – kind of and that's kind of why I think maybe this week I don't know what kind of person he is obviously but maybe he can sit back and think well reevaluate what his objectives are and where he wants to go with the team here right uh, so of course he, he again he may not care because I mean he's gonna get drafted it's right a matter of where I guess you. So he probably knows that but it was good talking to you around the same time next All week right, man. Right, man, we'll see you bye, bye. Oh, not too much. So uh, this week, um, oh, for some reason your kicker's out too. Not that that really, really matters. But uh, you don't have a defense this week. Have you thought about who you maybe thought about picking up? I honestly haven't looked. I've been so busy this week, I haven't really looked at uh, anything at all. I don't even know who's out there on the waiver wire. No, I got you. There's, unfortunately, there's not um, this year in the NFL, it seems like. It's probably like this last year. There's so many There's so many passing yards. There's so many good offense there's not really uh, – it's more about matchups, which is probably about matchups in the past with picking fantasy football teams. But yeah. it feels like all of them can get, you know, 35 put, points put on them easily every week. That's kind of how I've been uh, picking kickers and defense for several years now is just based on matchups. Right, yeah. Because it, it doesn't really seem worth taking one early enough to make it worthwhile as far as when you're drafting. So. It's just paying attention to the week to week and see what's best. I got you. Well, one thing you could do, I was looking at this earlier, you have Ryan Fitzpatrick as your backup quarterback. (laughs) And at the time, I think you picked him up. It made a lot of sense. Not that it it didn't make sense at the time, but, like, he's obviously not the starter now, so you could – it'd probably be an easy move rather than be like, oh, who do I want to get rid of when he's not even starting? Yeah, no, he's definitely easy to drop. I just hadn't thought about dropping ship on him yet because I hadn't really needed to think about it. No, I got you. I feel like there's, in my opinion, like, so obviously they started the season out with him because Jameis Winston was suspended. And then he did great in the first two games, I think it was. And then the second two games, or the third game, he was, you know, kind of brought down to earth when he played us a little bit, even though he had a great second half. And then for Chicago, yeah, for sure. they just pulled him and put Jameis Winston back in. They did awful. But I even if, like, Jameis Winston still did bad, there's no way, there's no way they would go back to him. I don't see that, like – what would that do? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because Winston's the future. You know, right, yeah. Up his confidence. Fitzpat- Fitzpatrick has always been that guy. Like, he'll give you one or two great games in a season, and they're like, oh, man, this guy's going to be something. Right, yeah. He inevitably comes back down to earth. Right. Because he's, he's a smart quarterback. He's good at reading defenses, but he just doesn't have the arm strength. Mm-hmm. So eventually teams realize that, and they just run defenses to where, you know, they're trying to force him to throw deep. No, I got you. 
you know, he's not good at it. So you lost last week, and I don't want to – it sounds ridiculous to call it a heartbreaker since this is based off luck all the time, even though I'd like to say there's some skill in it. But you're 4-2, and two, correct? And you're second yeah, in our division? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's crazy how um, – I always pronounce his first name wrong, but Sony Michaels has panned out for you. Because, like, I remember when you drafted him, you drafted him in our in our draft, obviously that sounds repetitive. But um, yeah. I thought he would just be another, like, Patriots running back. I thought he would just be, like, you know, get 10, 15 touches a game, not, like, almost 20 touches a game, over 100 yards rushing. I mean, I, I know I drafted him late in the, in the draft, but mm-hmm. he, ever since college, I've watched – several Georgia games I just like their defense but he always popped off right, the screen yeah. at me like Chubb was a really good running back but like Tony Michelle just every play he would run the ball was like an explosion like he was shot out of a cannon uh-huh. and if he didn't get touched to the line of scrimmage he was gone right 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 so right. I just knew that like he had that potential for explosive plays so I'm like that's my guy right there it's a late rounder it's a flyer uh-huh. it's basically the same thing with Connor like I was just like you know Right, no, I he's going to yeah. touch, get touches, and I knew he had a chance to be the primary back, so I figured, you know, what the hell. No, I got you. It's, it's worked out really well for me, but I didn't I didn't expect him to be this good this quick, but hey. Who do you think you'll start at your flex? Haven't I kept Connor at the flex pretty much the whole time? Well, he's on a bye this week. Oh, that's right. Right, he's right, on the bye, right, yeah. right, right, right. God, I don't know. I, really I like I love Mark Ingram because he I love Mark Ingram as like a fantasy player because I feel like he gets a lot of red zone carries. You know he's good because I think I, I don't know if I played him. You didn't when play he him. First came back. No, because he, we played each other that week. Yeah, and, and I should have because he got like 20, he had twenty points. 20, yeah, yeah, so he did really good. Yeah. So I definitely think he's going to be the answer then. Because mm-hmm. if nothing else, he's going to get short yardage opportunities, so you can always score a touchdown or two. Correct, yeah. So I think he's good for at least ten to fifteen points most games. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, so if Baltimore plays a divisional games, divisional game. Besides, I guess even though it sounds makes no sense, even though they lost the Browns in overtime and the Bengals blew them out in like week two, I feel like they're more hit and miss against opponents they don't play often, and they're more consistent about divisional players. Even though you could say that about any team, but I feel like. Um, like let's say the Ravens more than any team pretty much maybe I don't know and I'm not real familiar with all the divisions but definitely in our division mm-hmm. is that team that's built to play within the division no right I got the teams yeah. in the division at least I think they've stayed a little too old school though because the Steelers have evolved more into a passing offense and that right. gives them fits sometimes but anybody that tries to run the ball is going to have very poor luck against the Ravens most of the time. Um, they're got a, just a ridiculous front seven. No, I got you. You brought this up to me um, the other day that you wanted a, ri- a wide receiver maybe because you have so many running backs. Do you want Odell? Oh, God. I, I would I would love Odell if he had a diff- different quarterback. Uh, he's so That's It's it's very that. frustrating because so... He's so hit or miss. He can mm-hmm. put up 30 or he can put up five. Like, it's right. so the, bust. The first few games, I, I can't remember... The first game he did average, I think he maybe got a touchdown. No, no, he didn't get a touchdown until he played Carolina two weeks ago, the week we played each other, because he got me like 24 points. And I was like, thank God he kept me in the game, because you were, yeah. at that point, all your players were extremely outperforming mine. And then I was like, okay, maybe this this is why I drafted him. I think I dra- No, I, dra- I took him, so I was picked 10 and 11. I took DeAndre Hopkins first, based off the time, on, like on the board. 
and I took Odell. Yeah. I was like, hey, he's you know ranked really low. Maybe people won't think about him. I'll take him. I wanted to take honestly. I wanted to take Julio Jones because I think he was ranked nine, eight or nine, and I was like, well, he could maybe you know slip. Maybe someone will like try to take someone in front of him. But I think you draft him nine right before me. But that's not the point. Yeah. But um, well, the thing is with with Odell and, and the same thing with DeAndre Hopkins, they're both transcendent type receivers. They're mm-hmm. perennial Pro Bowl type talents, but they have shit quarterbacks. No, and, I, got you. I mean, I, I know Watson. He's young. He's up and coming, but he still doesn't impress me yet. Like Hopkins has got more potential, but as far as Manning, Manning is on the way downside of his career. Probably should have already retired. Right. I, I just if Odell was on a different team, I'd take him in a heartbeat. But you wouldn't be giving him away then, because he'd be putting up twenty five. Correct. Yeah. No, I guess you. If he had a decent quarterback, he'd be killing it. Mm-hmm. I've heard. So what's your? So Antonio Brown's done it a few times for us, and there's been receivers in the past. You know, they have like their like big time divas. I'm like, what's your opinion on the whole whole Odell thing? Like. I know the game wasn't close at halftime. I don't think I can't remember the score exactly versus the Eagles last Thursday, but it was like I before halftime he just walked into the locker room while the offense was on the field. Odell's definitely got some major diva in him, but I think he's almost got like, like Antonio Brown's a diva. Like mm-hmm. he does diva things, and you know there's, you know, he, but Odell reminds me more of a Terrell you know, Owens, the Eagles, Terrell Owens. He yeah. reminds me more of Terrell Owens. Like, it's almost like not so much diva. Like, it's almost like it's almost multiple self- personality disorder. Like, they, like through mental issues. Like, right, I find it control more. Control their emotions. Right, yeah. Like, so let me try to think of a good example. Um, I can't. So, we'll just use Antonio Brown. Like, you said to a great point. Yeah, he's a diva, but he's not necessarily. The amount of times he's necessarily been selfish has only been till like this year, in all honesty. Yeah. And and it's minimal stuff. Like right, 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 right. Like he's blown out of the proportion stuff. But with Odell, it's almost like every week. And it's every very week com- he's doing something drama-fied, for sure. It's just very confusing. But, I mean, Tallow... To, to Odell's credit, he's frustrated, I'm sure, by the team's performance, by his quarterback... Right. Antonio Brown, if he was in that situation, he may be a whole different person. He may be right, flipping yeah. out and freaking out, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard to say. It's two totally different situations. Oh, I got you. So, um, so uh, versus the Bengals last week, what did you like and what didn't you like from the Steelers play? We, it goes back. Our offense can move the ball up and down the field. Like, it's Juju and Antonio are on now. Connor's playing like a beast. Uh-huh. I absolutely love Vance McDonald. He is a monster. Right. I love watching him run over people like the old Dick of days, man. That is old school football right, right. there. Right. Real quick, real excuse me, real quick, I didn't realize how heavy he is. He's like yeah, two two seventy. Two hundred and seventy five pounds, yeah. I couldn't believe that. I'm like, how is he that fast? Weighs two seventy. The second fastest guy on the team behind uh I can't remember. He, he they do the sprints and stuff in camp and he was the second fastest. That's crazy. This year. I remember this He's is a monster. Mm-hmm. Basically, I remember I thought this was really cool. Obviously, it's we're not at that point anymore. But like I think it was like three years ago. It might have been, it might have just been last year to be dead honest. That Shazier won the fastest guy on the team. I always thought that was cool. It was like, oh, our linebacker's the fastest guy on the team. He, he's a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. But that but absolute freak of nature. But to this year, the Vance McDonald got second. That's a, it, you shouldn't be that big and that fast. Like that's ridiculous. No, that's, he's a monster, man. Like I wish. They, they're getting him the ball a lot more, but I would – he should be getting at least 10 touches a game. No, I agree. 
every time he gets the ball, there's a chance he could take it to the house. Plus, he demoralizes the defense with how punishing. Same with Connor. Right. Like, when you run over guys, that gets in their head. And then that messes with them on the next few plays. They're like, Fuck, is this guy going to run me over again? I guess I mean, so they're doing so many good things on offense. I love it, but they're not – they're just not that killer instinct to punch it in the end zone and put your boot on somebody's throat. Right, yeah. Like, they did it – they let Atlanta – well, not so much Atlanta. They did take care of that game. But they just kept letting the Bengals hang around and hang around. And sure enough, they took the lead late. Like, that's the kind of shit <gasps> – a good playoff team doesn't do. You put your boot on somebody and right. you finish them off. I think the weird and so the defense still is really iffy, but you know. Right. It's still extremely early to bank for the Cincinnati's credit, but the first five games or whatever, I think they were five and one or four and one. They yeah, four and one yeah. that would make sense. They did look very decent. I mean, I know in a, I think the Atlanta game, like their offense was doing the things to win the game. Usually it was like call. They did the same thing last year. Oh, okay, okay. I did not. Okay, started off like three and one last year, and they finished like six and ten. Right. Yeah. The Bengals always come out hot, and then they shit the bed. I guess yeah. Um, someone asked me this earlier today when I was talking to them, and I couldn't really remember if it was he got fined. Even did Vontez Burfict get fined for that hit at all, or no? I, to my knowledge. He may have gotten fined, but there's no suspension. I knew there was no suspension, but then I couldn't remember hearing a fine because I thought it was. If he didn't get fined, there is something wrong with the league office. Right, because I, mean, I didn't. That deserves a fine for sure. Okay, if so. You're fine, uh, what's his name? TJ, 20000 for touching his. Yeah, 20000 for touching his calf. And it's like. fine 20000 for uh, the linebacker. Clay Matthews. For tackling and landing on the quarterback. Right. Like. And I saw that play. That was just a good form tackle. Right. It wasn't even dirty. Like he did. There was nothing dirty about it. Right. It's like, it's if for. Perfect doesn't get fined for that play. I have never. I mean, I still think the league office has no clue what they're doing. Right. Yeah. So, like, with the TJ. They, their decisions. Sorry. With the TJ Watt play versus Atlanta, like, I. I was driving back from Pittsburgh to, you know, go hang out with my grandfather a little bit. And I understand. The rule reads like that. It was like he kind of it was it was he was late, but like I don't feel like he was. He just kind of tapped him on the calf or like he, above the knee. He, he could have crushed him. He pulled up. Right. If you notice, like he slides by and Correct. Like pulls his arms away because he didn't want to hit him. He could have crushed him. <laughs> he deliberately pulled away from the play so he wouldn't hurt him. So uh, the fa- I mean, like he was completely aware of what was going on, from what I could tell. Right. And it looks like at the last second he pulls away. Because he knew it was going to be a bad hit, so you got to have respect for that. And the fact they still find it is ridiculous. He should have just blown him up. Right. Yeah. Well. Um. So, so Le'Veon Bell hasn't reported, you know, to the team yet. Do you oh, think? God. I'm getting sick of his bullshit. <laughs> what about he's providing for his family? What happened to that? <laughs> right, I'm just I'm worn out, man. <laughs> um. So he. Do you think he'll? Do you think he'll show up next week on Monday or, or whatever? I'm sure. It's- I hope so. I don't, at this point, I don't know what his plan is. Like, he's just, Connor keeps getting better and keeps, he's going to steal carries from him when he gets back. At this point, Bell's doing nothing to help himself. He's got to get on the field to show he's still got good legs and good production. Right. So he can get the contract he wants next year. And at this point, Connor's playing so well, he's going to eat into at least, at least 25% of Bell's snaps. And if Fitch, uh, if the team's smart, they'll split him 50 50 down the middle. Because, in my opinion, Connor's demonstrating in a lot of facets that he's just as good as Bell. 
Right, yeah, yeah. do it a different way, like Bell's the more streaky, jump-cutty kind of guy, and it's real fancy to watch. Mm-hmm. Connor just runs the fuck over guys. And in my opinion, as far as what that does to a defense, that's more demoralizing when you have a guy that just runs the fuck over as a linebacker and the safety and gets 15 yards. No, I gotcha. That gets in guys' heads. I remember I played high school linebacker. If you get truck sticked by a fullback or a running back, mm-hmm. that sticks with you for a while. Right. Um, I it talk- pisses you off, but it's still in your head. No, I got you. Well, I was talking to, so I called two people yesterday. Um, he had this, I don't know if, I can't remember, unfortunately, I don't, I'll try to quote him, but he was either like, even if Bell came back like this week, or even like he comes back, he's like, oh, it's week nine, I still made him before week ten. Like the Steelers could not activate him still. Like, not get, put him on the roster yet, and then he would not make it to week 10, and he would not have the next year of free agency. But I, I don't is know it, if... Is I, it week 10? I thought it was week 11. Bottom I, line is, they have... They get two weeks of where they can, like, practice a player before they put him on the active roster. Uh-huh. But I'm sure once he reports and signs his contract, his clock starts ticking. They got to pay him after that. So right, 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 right. get activated... He's still accruing time at that point once he signs his contract. Okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Never mind then. So I'm pretty sure once he walks in the door and signs that contract, the rest of that stuff is out the window, to my knowledge, because otherwise it wouldn't really be fair to the player. The team could just dick him over, even though he reported on time. No, I even guess though he's dicking them over right now, but that's beside the point. I was talking to one of my friend's buddies yesterday, also on the podcast. I think it was... So, like, let's go back to, you know, the last preseason game. And, like, everyone's like, oh, he's going to come after that Monday or whatever it was. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's coming. You know, our offensive line's like, he's coming, he's coming. Do you feel like someone in his, like, his agent or someone around him was like, hey, by the way, we're not going on Monday or whatever? Because I feel like. Honestly, I think it was a combination decision. Probably his agent was in his year. But right before he was scheduled to report that Monday, what happened? Um. Gurley signed a huge contract. Uh-huh. Um, Oakland traded uh, a linebacker to the, Cleo the, Mack. to the Bears, yeah. and he signed uh, just an enormous contract. So you had those two guys that Bell sees himself on the level of those guys as far as caliber of player, which is effect tr- he has on the team, which is accurate as far uh-huh. as track record. So he's like, that's the kind of money I deserve, I, you know. I, and then I don't, I'm not sure what his plan was at that point, but I think. There was some increased frustration. They thought maybe they thought if he held out, the Steelers would come back and be like, "Hey, we'll give you 18 million for this year if you come back, because we really need you." Because as far as the franchise tax is concerned, the Steelers can't sign him to a long-term deal. But if they wanted to add money to that number, they could. Like, there's no rule saying they couldn't give him 20 million dollars for the year if they wanted to. Oh wow! The I didn't. 14, I did not know the that. 14.5 million dollars is just the minimum. He has to be paid. Oh. So that would make him more interested to stay. Well, uh, now it's, it's that probably would not. I don't know. Maybe it could work. Yeah. But, like, let's say well, we they know. they come back to the table now and say, hey, we'll go ahead and pay you the whole $14.5 million if you come in now because we need you. But oh. they don't need him, so they're not going to say that. No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see. That's very interesting. I did not know that point. I thought that was, like, just a set number, and then they that was it, period. can't offer they just can't, can't offer him more years. Okay, okay. Well, I, I know we talk about this all the time. I mean, it's very frustrating as a Steeler fan. You want him there. We haven't had this situation in a while. I don't think so, really. 
Well, I mean, the most we ever had to deal with was like a holdout through training camp and maybe the first game of the year. We've never seen this kind of right, Steeler yeah. fans, this kind of love, length of holdouts. I think the longest before was Ron Woodson held out for one or two games one year leading into the 95 or 96 season before he left. I guess, yeah. But, and then Heinz Ward held out for the whole training camp one year. And I think that's pretty much it. We've never had to deal with anything like this. Well, I guess you. Sucks, but, I mean, I try to stay, I see both sides of it, but at this point, it's like, I'm not really sure what he's trying to gain from it. He's getting nothing out of it. It was uh, great talking to you around the same time next week. All right, buddy. I'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good. Bye.